Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Turn the joint up. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Paulson, the Fantasy Executive. Chris Ventress floating around here somewhere, but on the camera with me today is my main man, Fancy Taz, Jim Day. Coming up on the program today, I am going to make Jim Day a professional general manager. I want to see how Fancy Taz will fix some of these teams that have these coaching decisions to go to. Continue to handicap and debate wild card weekend in the NFL. And at some point, I would like to get to the draft order to see if we can find some fantasy goodness for some of these teams in 2019 to help our fantasy year when it does come back around. And we'll get the latest updates on the playoff league. My main man, Jim Day, what's good with you? Hey, Corey, how you doing? Happy Thursday. And uh, uh, I'm still getting used to these, having no football on Thursday nights. Yeah, it's kind of tough, isn't it, Jim? But, Jim, you got a big night of basketball tonight. You got the Warriors and the Rockets. You got the Denver Nuggets and the upstart Sacramento Kings. And you got Kawhi Leonard making his return to San Antonio with the Toronto Raptors. You pumped up about that, Jim? Oh, yeah, Corey. I just can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait. It's, just, it's killing me that we have all this time to kill before that happens. Yeah, Jim, I, I'm surprised you're not getting into that, Jim. You know what I'm saying? A competitor like yourself, you know what I'm saying? I figured you would like to watch any sport on television. I guess that is not the case for Fantasy Taz. Uh, it, it hasn't been for a while. It's going to change a little bit here coming up soon, but it hasn't been for a while. So we'll wait till that day comes for right now. Let's hop into it, Jim. All right. Uh, welcome. Let, let, let me see. Uh, let me, I'm about to stand up, y'all. Let me get the uh, helmet from up here. If we come, uh, let, hey, hey, I'm going this way. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to slide over here so we get this camera shot right here ready, and I'm going to grab the helmet of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh-huh. This is the Jacksonville Jaguar helmet. Jim Day, I am uh, Corey Parson. I've been named the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I purchased the team uh, on consignment, and I got to pay the money back. But the way I pay the money back is I hire a good GM, and I get my team into some big games. And in this way, Jim Day, you are the guy that I need, that I think I need to fix the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mr. Day, welcome into my office. I'm the owner, Corey Parson. Nice to meet you, sir. How you doing, Corey? Um, I, I heard a lot about the fantasy exec. Oh, well, good. Ho- hopefully that was mainly good things. Um, I have this new position. I have uh, saved up enough money over time to purchase the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm now in charge. Now, here's the deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jim. I, I know your NFL mind. I know your football mind. Normally in the fantasy community, but I trust you enough that I think I want to give you a shot at turning around this organization. First, let me start off with um, the head coaching uh, job, right? So we're going to bring you in as the GM. I know most GMs like to hire their own guy as the head coach. Right now, I got Tom Coughlin. 
You'll be above him, and I got Doug Marone. Let's start with Doug Marone, the head coach. What do you think about Marone? I think he needs a little bit more time to develop. I think he's got a decent head on his shoulders, but you know there there are still some holes in his uh, in his coaching technique that I need to work on. Really? Okay. So, do you think it'd be good to get him back? Oh, for, before I ask you if it's good, if we should bring him back, what are the holes in his coaching technique that we need to work on? Ah, uh, well, let's see. Game management flow uh, definitely is one of them. Uh, uh, timing consideration is always another. And then, you know, uh, he, he has to work better at, at being a talent evaluator and see what's going to happen on the field. I mean, we all knew Bortles wasn't a great quarterback, yet they signed him to a big contract. They bring him back. And I know that's not on him. I know that's on the GM uh, that was here before. But, you know, all these things have to come into play when you're talking about evaluating coaches and what they're doing. And, you know, he has, you know, some good thoughts that the defense has played well. Um, you know, if they could ever get a, a running back to stay healthy on the field, I think they could really get a good power running game going. They do need a franchise quarterback, though. So you think we need to get a franchise quarterback in here, huh, Jim? Yes, I do. Do you think we should go, go for this quarterback, be it a draft, and should Doug Marone be the guy to uh, to be the head coach of this new quarterback? Uh, I, I the, co- the, the draft this year is said not to be great for quarterbacks coming out. Um, you know, especially with Bobby Hayes going back again, not coming out this year. I think that was a big hit. Um, so trying to get one out of this draft, I, I don't think any of these guys as a first round pick is going to solve your problems right off the bat. So for me, I, I'd look for somebody like a Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, somebody like that who's still young enough that you can fix the issues that they have, but they have enough talent to be uh, a, a a good starting NFL quarterback. I think he is one of the guys I would, I would go after almost right away. Interesting. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, a Florida guy. I like that. Uh, known in many NFL circles to be one of the nicest guys in the NFL. A lot of people think he can be the face of a franchise and a leader. If I was to try to get Mr. Bridgewater in here, Jim, like obviously the decision is yours. You like Bridgewater. What kind of draft compensation or what kind of packages should you think we should be putting together to entice the New Orleans Saints to uh, come up off their backup quarterback, Bridgewater? Well, I, I don't think it's going to cost all that much, I'll be honest. Uh, I think we could probably get him with, uh, I would say, maybe a fourth this year and maybe a fifth next year. Um, I don't really think we're going to end up having to pay too much more than that uh, just because he really doesn't have a, a huge pedigree behind him. Um, and, you know, basically they, the Saints picked him up for a song. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Let me write that down. Teddy Bridgewater, jot that Bridgewater piece down. Bridgewater attached to Jim Day. If Bridgewater does not work, Jim Day must go. All right, so here we go. All right, so I'm going to start into – I will I will look into the Teddy Bridgewater market. I think that's a good idea. And uh, I want you to know, uh, Mr. Day, if you are hired for this position and Bridgewater fails, that's your ass. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, right, that's good. been my opinion. I give it to you. Now, what should we do with one Blake Bortles? Uh, Bortles should, I want, my first instinct is to say to, to let him go. But the fact of the matter is we, we're not really going to get anything for him to let him go. We just signed him to that new contract. Uh, I have to look into the details of whether or not we can get out of that you without think you would taking a huge to your hit. You would think, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, based on that, that factor, it, 
if we can get out without a huge cap hit, I say we get out. Right, if so we take a huge cap hit, then I say we keep him and have him as a good, you know, backup that is have, you know, NFL experience. Uh, secondly, um, the gentleman that you'll be working over, I had to demote uh, Tom Coughlin because I kind of blamed the Blake Bortles thing on him that we had this situation. We were a team in the AFC Championship game last year. I think we were a few bad calls away from being in the Super Bowl. But, you know, we regressed some this season. Uh, Blake was bought. Yeah, we, we regressed a lot, Jim. Um, and, uh, Jim, you're interviewing for this job. Thank you. Um, what should we do with Tom Coughlin? Uh, look, I, I've always liked Coughlin for the most part. Um, you know, that ridiculous stuff early in his days where if you're not five minutes early for an 8 o'clock me- meeting, you're late. It was ridiculous. If you want to start a meeting at 5 to 8, call it at 5 to 8. I'll be here at 5 to 8. Um, I, I always hated that kind of crap. To me, that's just ridiculous. Um, you call an 8 o'clock meeting. If people are there by 8 o'clock, you'll know the guys that want to get there early because they'll be there early. You can tell that right away. You don't have to, oh, you, were here, you weren't here five minutes early, so you're late. That was ridiculous. But we saw that change come with him. Well, once, you know, he started hearing it from everybody. The players didn't like him. You know, the media was all over him for all that crazy harshness. We saw him calm down. And when we saw him calm down, we actually saw him get to be a better coach. Uh, players wanted to work with him, wanted to play for him. Do you uh, want to work with him, Jim? I have no problem working with Tom Coughlin at this point in time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's a you know very knowledgeable football man, knows, knows the game inside and out. Um, and, you know, if anything falters with Marone, I would have absolutely no problem put Coughlin in as a head coach. So Bortles goes, Marone stays, Coughlin stays. Now, Mr. Day, this team went to London like we do every year. I'm trying to get that removed from the schedule. We're going to try to play some of our road games in Harlem, New York. I mean, excuse me, some of our home games in Harlem, New York this year. And don't worry, don't ask me any questions about that. Um, something would pay for play in the mayor. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> Um, I'm curious to know, we have Coughlin and Marone as guardians over these guys. They go out to London, they go to a burlesque show, run up a $70,000 bill and try to walk out the joint. It looks like Coughlin and Marone don't know, have no control over this team, and I think that these guys should be gone. Uh, I, I agree with you, or at least very high, highly uh penalized for it. I agree with all of that. And that should have been done already by now. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's only so much you could do with grown men when they are on their free time. All right. Interesting. Uh, what should I do with Jalen Ramsey? Uh, he's our best player on defense. He is on a rookie contract. He's coming up. He's going to look for a big extension. You know, these big brash cornerbacks, they talk it up to get the big money. I worry about if I cannot sign him to the big money that he may become a malcontent inside the locker room. Do you think we should try to hang on to what some say is the best uh, corner in the league right now? Or should we be looking to uh, part ways with one Mr. Jalen Ramsey, try to get some draft picks from him, build up our draft stock? What do you think we should do with Jalen Ramsey? Look, you know, the kid is a good player, no doubt about it. Um, You know, and the fact that he talks up a lot, you know, some would see it as a detriment, but ultimately it's getting people talking about the Jaguars, which is what ultimately you want. The more they're talking about it, the more things you're selling, the more seats you're selling. You know, that all works out well that way. Um, he, he's a good player, but if he's asking for outrageous numbers, like he wants to be the highest played, paid quarterback he's, in the he's league. He's going to want that, Jim. Well, in that case, then he's not going to get it from me. 
Um, like you said, at that point, I would start to look at what I could do to move him for and what I can get for him. And then, you know, bring in some of these younger kids that are just coming in from college and, and destroying it at the NFL level. Somebody's phone is ringing. Yeah, I'm sorry. That That's for my next interview. Oh, oh, oh Jim Day lining up the interviews, huh? I see that, huh? Hot, I, they're coming to me, Corey. I can't do anything. A hot about commodity, it. huh? All right, Mr. Day. Interesting. I better try to uh, make this higher quickly then. So, we got to worry about Ramsey. I, I, I agree with you on that. We got to discuss Ramsey and see what's going on with that. Now, Mr. Coughlin actually did not pay out bonuses this year uh, to one Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is our franchise, that running back, kind of our no, franchise on offense. He had no, a wonderful not. rookie season where he ran the ball well, scored touchdowns for us. We went to the AFC Championship game. Um, I can't really do nothing with the young man now. I don't know if I can move him. I certainly can't bench him. I don't want him being a malcontent. What should I do to fix Leonard Fournette? Uh, I do think you try and move him at this point. Um, mm. it, I, I'm sorry, he is a malcontent. And, and just stupid besides. Uh, trying to punch somebody in a full face mask where you can't even hit their faces. I, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, I just, just there's no no intelligence there whatsoever. Uh, cost his team the, the game, that game, then was out the next game, probably cost him that game as well. He really played this season, to be honest with you. In the few games that he played, he sure did. He played well. Sure, that's okay. You know what? T.J. Yeldon was doing the exact same thing before him. You think I should let Yeldon? You think yeah, we should go with you? You think we should ship Fournette, ship Ramsey, two pillars in this franchise, two pillars of the Jacksonville community, Duval, you know, and you're, you're telling me I got I to gotta tell my fan base that my new general manager just shipped Jalen Ramsey and Leonard Fournette, possibly our two best players. You know what? It, they'll beef and groan a little bit until you have two more best players. Um, and it'll happen quickly. They, they saw Allen Robinson walk out the door? Allen Robinson hasn't had a great year. I'm not really so worried about that. Um, Allen Hearns walked, too. We you know, we got to go with what we got. We got three, I think at this point, three decent young wide receivers that will only get better if we can get them a good, decent quarterback. We have a, a decent offensive line that we can put a running back behind it, that, a power running back, and you know, we can find some of them. There's a couple of them that are going to be out there this year in the free agency and then in the draft as well. So we can find another one of that. I'm not saying Fournette doesn't have talent, but with the injury concerns that he has and the fact of uh, his stupidity, I'm not going to put it any other way. What should be looking to bring back for Fournette? Uh, Fournette, um, you're not going to get as much for Fournette. Teams just don't. don't, uh, They don't want injured malcontents. Yeah, they don't cover the running backs as well. Uh, either so that that's a big thing but there might be some teams out there where you can maybe get maybe a fourth and a fifth or something along that line for them you're not really going to get much more so i'm just racking up draft picks so this is interesting i gotta tell my fan base blake bortles not going to be here jalen ramsey not going to be here leonard fournette not going to be here Allen robinson has already left dante fowler was moved during the season so you want to tear the whole thing down and build it all over again huh jim is there any reason not to? We, this is a team that was in the AFC Championship game one year ago. You're right. And then what happened? The bottom <laughs> just fell out. We had injuries. Injuries happened. Oh, poor babies. You had injury. Every team in the league has injuries. Andrew Luck returned. 
Deshaun Watson is back. Yeah, so what does that do for us? The teams in our division division got better. We need to get better, and the pieces that we already have in place can play in Pro Bowls. Ramsey's a Pro Bowler. Fournette can be a Pro Bowler. How am I supposed to beat? So you're okay with Ramsey tearing down your locker room? If you don't want to pay him the high money, you're okay with him tearing your locker room down. Then you know what? Maybe I'm not the guy for you anyway. Oh, well, your phone is ringing nonstop while I'm trying to interview you. You would think that you would be a gentleman and put the phone on silence. This is your first general manager interview, Jim. Actually, it's my third, but okay. <laughs> Do you mind me asking you who else you've interviewed for? Oh, sure. You can ask. Oh, you're not going to tell me, huh? Interesting. Mr. Day. So Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone can stay. What do we do with this roster? What do we do with our playmakers? I like my guys to have fantasy value. Who's on my who's the best wide receiver on my roster? Dante Moncrief. Dante Moncrief, interesting. I would have said D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook is a good number two, but Dante Moncrief has the talent to be the number one, can go against top defensive backs and come down with the football. DD still needs to work on that. Fantasy football frenzy. Let me come back on the other side, let you know if Jim Day got the job. Plus, time to bear down. Philadelphia Eagles, Chicago Bears. We preview it right here. Fantasy football frenzy. If you're someone that needs fantasy sports advice every day, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network has you covered. When you download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app, you get the top fantasy advice every single day right through the weekend. Be sure to listen to our weekend warriors like College Football Today. Welcome to College Football Today. Weekend fantasy update. They call me the fantasy Jesus. In this league, it is never short of exciting at ITL. And so much more. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in the iTunes and Google Play Store now. And keep the best fantasy experts right in your pocket all day long and all week long. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called... The IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Maurice Allen. 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Back at it, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. I'm looking to interview somebody for the Miami Dolphins GM. If you want to be interviewed by me and Jim Day to see if you could be a hire for the Miami Dolphins GM job, 844-843-6879. Accepting all applications for the Miami Dolphins GM. 
me and Mr. Dave will interview you, 844-843-6879. Oh, boy. Jim, I don't know. I don't know, Jim, if I, if I, don't, if I can hire you to be the GM here uh, in Jacksonville because I feel like you're tearing my team apart. My team that was oh so close last year, I, I think this team may need a new direction uh, at head coach more so than a break the team down and bring in a whole bunch of new players, Jim. You got me trading for Teddy Bridgewater. You got me moving Fournette. You got, you, the, the, the Saints don't want Fournette. The Saints got a nice young secondary. They don't want Ramsey. You got me doing all of this stuff here, Jim, and I'm 12 months removed from almost being in the Super Bowl. So you're living in the past. You don't want to really take on the future. I get it. If you're living in the past and don't want to take on the future, then you're probably set. You should stick with the sucker. I mean, players you have now. Oh, um, my players are suckers. <laughs> well, pretty much. Uh, you know, look, uh, Bortles, if you want to go on with Bortles, then you definitely don't want me. I don't uh, want to go on I, with Bortles. I will be honest. Uh, I don't uh, want to okay, go on Okay, well, there you go. I'm not saying Jalen Ramsey isn't a great player. Uh, but he's not 100% perfect. And the fact that he's going to want number one money to play defensive back, you know what? Some of these kids coming out of college could do a lot of what he can do, if not all. Um, so I, I'm okay with moving on and, and taking that, you know, hit, not taking that huge hit on the payroll for him. Um, I, think, you know, it's I just, think the young man in the draft, Greedy Williams, can be a nice uh, replacement for Ramsey. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, there's quite a few that there be. be the draft analysts are talking up as high, you know, possibilities coming into the NFL. You know, Monday night we'll probably get to see a couple more uh, in that game. So it's going to be a lot of everybody on that field, Jim. The people that don't get on the field can play in the NFL in that game. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. I just, if you want me, I want to make some changes. And I, I want to try and bring this team back together and, and make it a whole unit that actually plays together and enjoys playing together. I just don't think you have the pieces to do that right now. All right, there you go. Well, well, Jim, I will, I, I will be, I will let you know that you are on the short list, Mister Day, and um, I think we will have a, I think we'll have a, um, a decision for you soon. Um, I, I wouldn't wait too long. <laughs> but Mister Day, you can't not just walk into my office and talk all kind of trash to me. You do understand I am the new owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. What do you think about moving to Jacksonville? You and Miss Day coming down to Jacksonville. Oh, it's so freaking hot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's warm weather here, Jim. Don't you enjoy warm weather? Oh, I, I used to until I tried to play football there. <laughs> yeah, that makes it tough, Jim, in that kind of heat. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was kind of nuts. <laughs> no, I, I got to ask my goon squad if Jim Day should get the job. And then the goon squad can, uh, can chime in. Uh... Jim, I'm ready for the legend of BDN, uh, LDN as I call him. I'm ready for the legend of Nick Foles, uh, Jim, to end. I'll be 100% honest with you. I'm ready for the Philadelphia Eagles thing to end, right? But I look at a backup quarterback playing with house money, going on the road to Chicago, which a very inexperienced team when it comes to these kind of situations, inexperienced head coach when it comes to these kind of situations, Jim. Well, I tell you what, I got a feeling Philadelphia's going to pull this one off. Uh, hey, anything's possible on any given Sunday. I'm not going to tell you no. And Foles has done it before, no doubt. And they do have the pieces in place. It's just, uh, man, I, I, I'm having a hard time seeing them keeping that Chicago defense out, out, out of Foles' hair. 
Uh, I just don't know if it happens. I mean, I think they're on top of him right from the get-go. Uh, and I think that's going to be the hardest part it is does he have enough time to get the ball out of his hands? I, I'm not going to tell you it can't happen, but that is that is the one game that looks the most like it, it should be an easy one for Chicago. But, you know, every time we think that, it always seems to go the opposite way. Yeah, you know, the thing about the Bears, Jim, I, I just can't. I'm like, I, every, the whole season I was like, I don't see the Bears laying all of these points. You know the Bears were the best team in the NFL against the spread? It's amazing. I just yep. I don't see where it's coming from because it's like they don't do any like they don't have no stars. Well, the stars are on defense. Offensively, Jim, number seventy nine is scoring touchdowns. Allen Robinson didn't have a big breakout year. Tariq Cohen good but inconsistent. Jordan Howard was for the most part a bust. The quarterback played well, but I'm just like I know the defense is the key to the team, but I'm thinking to myself, how are they getting it done, Jim? They're getting it done because they're not worried about the names on the back of the jerseys. They're using whoever they can, whenever they can. You know, Cohen has been a, a huge mark there. And, you know, we all trash Jordan Howard, but he's actually been pretty good for them. Uh, when they need to, to grind the ball, he's out there doing that. He scored quite a few touchdowns doing that. So it's, you know, it, it's not a terrible thing there. They have good two good running backs that they can use and utilize. Trey Burton hasn't been the biggest Point. You know, everybody who's really high on him in preseason hasn't lived up to that potential at all. Um, we'll have to see what, what happens with him going forward. But, uh, you know, the receivers, Anthony Miller there, you know, the, the rookie has had a decent season. Um, you know, nothing, no big, really big fantasy players out of this team as a whole. But yet, because the defense can cause them to win without having to score 35 points each and every week. That's what's kept them in the mix at all times. And it's really going to be the hardest part when, you know, you have to go into Chicago and beat them there. Yeah, that is true. 844-843-6879 at home field advantage can be tough. I just look at this inexperienced team, but then again, it can happen. 844-843-6879. Let me get Jay in San Antonio. What up, Jay? Hey guys, this is my first time calling in to y'all. Uh, I just want to say thank y'all for uh, helping me win some money in my work league and uh, giving me some brownie points against them. Uh, I really wanted to win that one. I ended up walking out with $200, so I want to thank y'all. Oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate that, and, and thanks for calling in, and, and good luck. I'm glad. Well, not good luck, but congratulations, and I'm glad we can help you get that done, Jay. And see, one thing about it is it's always good to beat the homies for, from work. Oh, definitely, you know. Especially seeing that I'm the new guy and I just joined in. All of them were talking about how great uh, they were and how great their uh, leagues were. I came in with your guys' help, and I just ran through that entire league, almost went undefeated, only lost one game, and nice. ended up winning the, uh, uh, the chip. They even tried to, to uh, cheat and do uh, one of those injured players for uh, like an active player during the playoffs to try to beat me, and I still ended up winning. Oh, so I do want to thank you all. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you, my man. And check in. Stay with us all season long. We'll be continuing to get you ready. Fantasy Football H 24-7, 365 Hobby. Yes, sir. All right, Jay. Uh, so you guys were talking about Miami or whatever? Oh, you wanted, would you like to would you like to be the GM of the Miami Dolphins, Jay? Of course. I've been seeing that team fall apart. Really? All right. Well, me and Jim are here to interview you. All right, so Jay in San Antonio has uh, applied to be the uh, general manager of the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if you know this. Not only did I buy 
the Jacksonville Jaguars also bought the Miami Dolphins. I want to buy all the Florida teams. And I want to have a Florida monopoly. That's what I'm looking for. Are you going to put a big elk? Uh, are you going to put a big elk uh, statue in Harlem still? I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. Huh? Oh, you're a big elk fan. Cool. That's what's <laughs> up. Uh, the danger zone. Um. So listen, hey Jay, are you a San Antonio Spurs fan? Uh, yes, sir. Are y'all going to boo Kawhi Leonard tonight? So I was actually trying to uh, send you a comment earlier today. Uh, so all of San Antonio absolutely hates him. I'm just going to let you know that. Uh, but I'm kind of uh, iffy with that because I actually had surgery by the Spurs doctors when I played football. I blew out my shoulder. Okay. And uh, I had actually got misdiagnosed as well. Um, but I would, like I worked with a doctor that worked very well with the Spurs, and I had my surgery done by the Spurs themselves. Um, the thing is, I had a great experience with those Spurs doctors, but I do know how insanely busy they are. So they have done some of those things. So I'm not totally sure how it is with Kawhi himself. So me personally, I really don't care. But yeah, all probably, of you hates I can see, I can see them rushing you out. I don't think they, I don't think they rush yeah. Kawhi out. You know what I'm saying? And that's also what I'm saying. Yeah. So like that's what I mean. Like I, I really don't know. That's just my experience. You know. I think he gets. Uh, I think he gets. Uh, I think. I think he gets booed uh, pretty thoroughly tonight. All right, Jay. Here we go, Jimmy. Ready to interview Jay? Sure. Let's do it. All right, uh, Jay. First and foremost. We have let Adam Gase go as the head coach. So, are we looking at bringing you in as the general manager? Can you tell us what are the your pros and cons are about our roster here in Miami? Well, so far from our personal experience, or from just what I had seen, I actually really like that offensive line. Uh, Brock Osweiler is a horrific quarterback, but he actually had a lot of time back there. He actually looked kind of good a few games. Um, I used to be a huge Brock Osweiler fan. I was. I'm a huge Broncos fan. So you see where that bias came from. But he did do okay behind that offensive line, and that running game is absolutely, in my opinion, good. Just Adam Gaze does not know how to make that running game work. Uh, Chris Ventra was right about Kenyon uh, Drake. But the thing was, I had that same exact problem with Joseph Adai the year before. For whatever reason, Adam Gaze loves to play the second weakest running back on his roster at all times. So... That's one of the pros that I see in that game and their team. Of course, they need to uh, work on their uh, front seven, in my opinion. Uh, their secondary had been uh, relatively strong. They're kind of inconsistent. Uh, that's just his coaching in, it, in, in itself. But uh, if anything, they just need to work on their front seven, uh, find a new quarterback, and then uh, luckily we got rid of Adam Gates, so it's all good. What do you think, Jim? Well, you know, a, a lot of things he said you know, make a little sense, but – I mean, when you start to talk about Osweiler at all, um, you, he's you uh, Jay. He, Jay, he's gone. He's not. He's not going to be back, Jay. I'm letting you know that right now. <laughs> oh yeah, of course um, not. Oh, of course not. Yeah, he shouldn't. He was. A, he's a horrible quarterback. But he played okay behind the offensive line. I'm saying he got uh, some time behind him. Go ahead, Jim. I thought you had another one for uh, Mr. Jay. If not, I, well, I. I just wanted to ask him what what his plans were at the wide receiver position. Wide receiver position, that's actually really shaky. Um, seeing that Antonio Brown and Odell's out there, maybe on the trade market, you obviously have to take a big shot there. I don't want to pay the uh, people I no got. I can't afford to pay Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham. Hey, that's very true. No one wants to pay anybody, but the thing is, you got to pay talent. I, I try to tell these people here that all the time. 
Oh, but that's neither here nor there, though. <laughs> that's my old job. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Only when you look at the Miami Dolphins, you, we got Gates higher there. What are we going to do with quarterback with Ryan Tannehill? That's really rough for me. Um, Ryan Tannehill, for whatever reason, he somehow gets wins. So luckily, I'm the GM now, so I would try to get rid of him. Um, Unfortunately, the draft, like I said, the NFL draft, uh, they say is looking weak. Of course, you would have to do your own scouting to make sure if the draft class is actually weak. Um, from what they say, it does seem like it's weak. But as of right now, it looks like you got to keep Ryan Tannehill because somehow he wins games, unfortunately, until he can find a better one. So right now, I'll just work on that uh, on the run on uh, the front seven on the defense, and then just make sure that my offense just keeps on uh, randomly winning games like they have. Hmm, interesting. All right, Jay, we'll give you a call back, let you know if you got the job. 844-843-6879. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Jay, uh, Jim, I can't hire Jay. <laughs> I can't hire you. He, he talked to Brock Osweiler. You know what I'm saying? He talked to Osweiler, and he says that we can go back into the season with Tannehill. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but that's not the answer. <laughs> that's not the answer, Jim. They got a lot of they, yo, you know what? I think the Dolphins are running like a NFC a AFC North style team, a mom and pop type organization where they want to get the most bang for their buck. They don't want to spend money in Miami. They they didn't re, they didn't bring back Landry. They born and gone the cheap. They misplayed Drake probably cuz they don't want to pay him. I don't see where it's at, Jim. Well, there's a lot of things going on with this team, and again, we just don't know all the intricacies of what is actually happening there, but the the fact of the matter is they need more playmakers, no matter what you say. Um, Gore, you know, you, you say they brought Gore in on, on the cheap. Gore played well for them. He did. He did, he did exactly what they wanted him to do. Uh, the fact of the matter is what, that they didn't feel comfortable enough with Drake outperforming Gore that they gave Gore so much work. Um, so that's more a reflection on Drake than it is Gore. Gore did exactly what they wanted. Um, I see interesting. So, Go ahead. Uh, so, I, I mean, it, they're probably not going to bring Gore back. I don't think he comes back. I think he's, what, 35 now. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if he comes back from this. Uh, outside of that, I mean, the wide receiver position, is, to me, is key. Kenny Stills is a good take-the-top-off-the-defense type of wide receiver, but that's about it. Uh, his route tree is very limited. He doesn't do a lot of the underneath stuff very well. You got Danny Amendola, but they didn't even use him correctly this year. Uh, you got to feed him as long as he's on the field, and they really didn't outside of a couple of games. Uh, Devontae Parker has been a waste since the get-go, and they've already said they're probably looking at moving on, which is total sense at this point. Another guy who has shown flashes uh, first game back this year was outstanding. Didn't do a damn thing after that. So th this is a position they really need to develop. They need to get a, a true wide receiver one in there and then, uh, you know, use Stills on the other side and, and Amendola mostly in the slot. And then I think you got a good wide receiver trio that you can work with. Um, but that, to me, is key. They need that and they need a quarterback. Uh, there's going to be quite a few teams trying to vie for quarterbacks. It's going to be interesting to see where that situation lands. I like. I don't know if my man Keith is in the chat, but I uh, I like the kid um, Stidham. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. I think when it shakes out, I think it's going to prove that he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think he can be a valuable NFL starter. He's probably seen him play more than I have. So interesting to see his type of his opinion in the chat if he is out there. Um, what else was I about to say? God darn it, I forgot. Jim and skipped my mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kenyon Drake. 
what do we think of Kenyon Drake for 2019? Oh, we got to let to see where the pieces shake out. Uh, look, he's shown he can run in this league. He's got the talent. He's got to be more consistent. But to be more consistent, a lot of times you need to get more chances, and they just weren't giving him enough to do that. I think if you know if you let Gore go, um, the problem is you get Gore at such a nice salary that he doesn't really cost you anything. Um, but if you let him go and actually give Drake, you know, the chance to be that, and I don't want to say bell cow anymore, but somebody who's going to get, you know, 15 touches a game, I think he'd surprise us. Get him involved in, in both the passing and, and running game each week. Make that part of your game plan. And I think he can deliver that way. 844-843-6879. Telephone line still open right here. Fantasy Football Frenzy. FNTSY Radio. I want to look up and see uh, some of the uh, um, free agents that are going to be available next year, well, this offseason. I want to do that in the break. Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco 49ers, New York Jets, the Oakland Raiders, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the first five picks in the draft. And, Jim, I'll be honest with you, this is all offense and defensive linemen. Uh, more than likely here, probably right. There's, uh, I think there's one or two linebackers that might be included early on, too. I don't see any of these teams looking to make a, a splash for an impact playmaker that can help a fantasy roster in 2019. Keep going through it and see where it can come at. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here at FNTSY Radio. Let's go. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits the morning after this uh, bird box challenge you gotta walk around like uh, you know with a blindfold on and like uh, do things michelle serpico is up for it okay i it. figured it'd be perfect uh you as well we're gonna see who's gonna be able to function better okay like, who has better instinct and sense so you go blind I think she does already i know she's got more common sense <laughs> now, i personally think it'd be good like if you guys box though no hell no like blindfold <laughs> no Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yo, 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 yo. T.I. Thursday, rocking and rolling right here, FNTSY Radio. Hey, if Bones can all uh, run upstairs right quick, I need you upstairs, Chrissy Bones. 
you come inside Studio 34 and then um, take it from there. My man, Chrissy Bones, if you can report to the fourth floor, it'd be greatly appreciated. You know what it'd be saying? Got something for you up here. I think it'd make the morning after pretty interesting tomorrow morning. So if Chrissy Bones can run upstairs right quick, 844. Uh, don't call the number, Chrissy Bones. Run upstairs. Uh, telephone lines open, 844-843-6879 is the way to go right here. Fancy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Here we go. Got that one right there covered. Hey, Jim, my Cowboys opened up at minus two and a half. They, in turn, money came in on the Seahawks. Cowboys bet all the way down to one. I thought it was going to be a pick em by Saturday. They just holler at them bones. Put them all morning and tell you. I thought it was going to be a pick em by Saturday. I log on to FanDuel Sportsbook just now. Dallas back up to minus two and a half. Well, the money's swinging. You know, a lot of money in Texas. They want to want to keep their Cowboys with the, you know, they don't want to see that minus one. That looks too uh, too flaccid. <laughs> Jim, I tell you, I like it better as a pick'em. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm sure you do. I like it better as a pick'em, Jim, because I don't, I don't want to. Jim, I just got to, yeah, Jim, man. They got the best player on the field. Seattle does. I agree. Totally. And it worries me in a late-game situation, Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson. Obviously, you're going to go Russell Wilson. So he gets the nod at quarterback. Have you seen anything in Dak's game over the past month, Jim, that lets you that makes you think in a big moment that he can pull off a W here? Well, he can, but because of the players around him. I, I mean, he's got to lean on Zeke, and he's got to lean on Cooper. Um, you know, we've seen him have great success when he has leaned on both of those guys. And, you know, while Seattle's defense has been pretty good this year, they're, you know, they're, they're okay. They're not earth shatteringly, you know, strong or, or anything like that. They're, you can still, you know, put points on the board against them, especially when you have two playmakers like Zeke and, and Cooper out there. You just, you got to let them do it. You got to get the ball in their hands as often as you can and move the ball that way. Hey, um, Interesting. Seattle led the league in rushing. Ezekiel Elliott was the league's leading rusher. Who has a better running game? Uh, well, I, I'm yeah, I, I'm going to go with you know Dallas. Zeke is the better running game. You know, Seattle got more yards, but that was also because they had a lot more attempts, um, and they actually did have you know a couple of guys behind. Carson that had played well when Carson went down. But, you know, if you're talking about the, the better running game, that's, that's Zeke. Um, it just is hands down. He's just now that they finally decide to use him in the passing game as well, he's become that well-rounded all-around, you know, running back that is just going to put up monster numbers. Uh, <laughs> hold on one second. Uh, somebody hit me up. Uh, I got uh, a lot of people. Yo, Jim, a lot of people, the fact that Scott won the GST back-to-back, you know it's really got a lot of people upset, son. <laughs> hey, well, you're going to be going against the, the king in your, your playoff league. Oh, we in the same bracket? Yep, you're in league number one, which, which now the four leagues are now up to 89 total players. Wow. <laughs> it's the power of the fantasy football frenzy. All uh, right, quick, uh, once again, Jim, let me get back to the – let me go wide receivers. 
I think Dallas has the most talented guy. And Cooper, I think the Seahawks have the better core, the better crew of wide receivers. Even if Doug Baldwin's banged up and has been all year, Lockett really impressed me this year. When you looked at when you handicapped the team from the pass catchers, the clearly obvious choice is the Seahawks, right? Yeah, depending on how badly you know Baldwin is beat up, that could change. Uh, but yeah, outside of Cooper, the rest of the wide receivers on Dallas aren't scaring anybody yet. Gallup, I think he'll get better, um, and I think he'll become a, a really nice number two as time comes on. But we knew that when when they brought him in, that he wasn't going to be that instant, you know, takeover type wide receiver. At least I didn't think so. Um, a lot of people in fantasy world wanted it just because the rookie with no nobody else there would be the guy, and it just didn't work out that way. Um, so, you know, Cooper will help him in the long run. Uh, being on the other side, that'll definitely help him. Cole Beasley is what he is. He has a couple good games a year. He's a very, uh, very solid, you know, basically number four for them. The problem is they don't really have a number three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that makes it tough. 844-843-6879. Let me get my man Derek in California. Derek, what up? What's up, fellas? Hey, uh, I just first of all, I wanted to say thanks for the year, man. It was almost a good year. I'm a victim of the Ezekiel Elliott stat correction. Oh, so, man, <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, I went from I won that game by a point and a half to I lost by half a point. That's brutal right there. Um, and, yeah, I hate when that and happens. And then the next week, the next week, the dude I would have played, I would have smoked, and then – the last game of our season, I beat I beat all top four point wise, so I would have won everything if it wasn't for that nonsense. So that sucks, man. I'm anyway, sorry it happened to milk, you. So man, I've had some bad goes. beats that, that I that I vowed that I'd never play the hobby again. But after it wears off, you come back around. You know what I'm saying? But that's a tough one right there. I do not like negative points in fantasy football. To be honest with you, Jim. Uh yeah, a lot of people don't. You know, it is what it is. Um, it's just trying to create leagues that are different in some way or another, and some guys like having those negative points there. You know, for me, I, I, I could do without them as well. Uh, you know, I want positive scoring. I want high scores. I want, you know, I don't care. Maybe not as high as that one guy who called in got 900 points from one of his wide receivers that week. Yeah, that, that's a little over the top. Uh, but, I, I, you know, I like seeing, you know, fantasy scores that – you know, 180 or 200 is a nice score each week, as opposed to some of these leagues where you're lucky if you score 80, 85 points. Never a big fan of that. What else you got, Derek? Yeah, so just real quick, man, I want your gut because I know this is a big game for you. But, I mean, you know, realistically, Hawks or the Cowboys, I mean, who do you think is coming out on top of this matchup? Are you talking wagering purposes or just who's going to win the game? No, just who's going to win the game straight up? Because you know, Cowboys, the Cowboys that, will win the game. But the Cowboys will win the game late in the fourth quarter, final drive of the game. I think the Cowboys hit a kick. The I think the Cowboys hit a kick to win the game, and then they move on to the so next round. The in, so you think the individual achievement, like you're talking about, Zeke is the best running back, but the Hawks have the better core. I think Cooper's Dallas a has a better receiver, defense. Home field advantage. Yeah, the, Hawk, the Hawks have Russell Wilson, which is a problem. Dallas has the better defense. Seahawks have Bobby Wagner. Dallas got two young stud linebackers. 
They coach well on the defensive side of the football. I think the key here is, is Dak Prescott going to make the passes down the field? We know Cooper's a beast. Last time these two teams played, Cooper was not a cowboy. The question comes, when Michael Gallup gets behind the Seahawks secondary, is Dak going to hit that pass? Dak leaves touchdowns on the field. I don't like that. If Dak hits those touchdowns, which I think he understands how important it is this week, I think the Cowboys squeak out the victory. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll obviously we'll find out what happens. But all right, fellas, hey, thanks for the season. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Y'all helped out a lot, so look forward to next year. Derek and Callie, my man, glad to have you. Appreciate the love. Eight four four eight four three sixty eight seventy nine. Uh, Jim Randall Cobb is an unrestricted free agent this year. Is he done? Oh yeah, I, I couldn't. I can't. I can't touch that. I wouldn't touch that. Uh, just, I don't know. But he hasn't been able to stay on the field long enough to care. Uh, why take that hassle on? I just, I don't see it. I wouldn't want any part of that hassle. Uh, Dante Moncrief, unrestricted free agent. You like him. You think he's back in Jacksonville. I think if they're smart, they keep him in Jacksonville. But then again, this is Jacksonville, so uh, no guarantees. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, look, I like him. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying he's a great wide receiver. I just think he is talented. Uh, just has to find the right niche and find the right quarterback that knows how to use him. Uh, who else? Let me see. Larry Fitzgerald is a free agent. Larry Fitzgerald going to retire, though, I don't think he's going to retire. Really? I don't think he wants to retire at all. I think he wants to play. Then he resigns with Arizona. He's not going to play nowhere else. Well, and that's the hope for me anyway. I, I, I would like to see them bring him back. It doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, let him finish out his career there, but I don't think he's done. Yeah, that's interesting, Jim. You're a big life for Gerald fan. Uh, Golden I Tate. am. I can't help it. <laughs> no, no, I told you. Well, I don't think it was you. You know, when, when, whenever the Cardinals play, after the game is over, the opposing team, it's almost like it's a line to, for people to shake life as Gerald hand. Like, that's how well-beloved he is in the NFL. So, last no, I, I agree. I, you know, I mean, man of the year, at least once that I know of. And, you know, he's, he does a lot of stuff for his community. And, you know, he just comes across as that kind of guy that you'd want to play with, that you, you'd go to battle with. Golden Tate, Jim, is an unrestricted free agent this offseason. I don't think Philadelphia brings him back. I think he can be of value to some teams. But oh hell yeah yeah Are you, oh without a doubt he still has it right oh I do I think so absolutely I think he has still has it uh, I think somebody's definitely going to get themselves a good wide receiver by bringing Tate in uh, the kid you know he's just been a monster up until this year and they just once they traded him he, you know Philly went and got I mean you know went and got him and then didn't use him didn't figure it out but this offense just hasn't really clicked uh, all year until all of a sudden Foles came back. <laughs> Kevin White is an unrestricted free agent. I didn't even know uh, Kevin White yeah. was an NFL player. <laughs> but, 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 but Jim, honestly speaking, can a change of scenery work for Kevin White? This was a guy that was a first-round draft pick. Uh, yeah, and he, I think from what I'm hearing, he's still having a hard time learning the first playbook they ever gave him. Wow. <laughs> Three years ago. Um, yeah, I, I, somebody might take a shot on him because it's not going to cost anything to be able to get him for league minimum. So maybe somebody will take the shot. I, I could see somebody, somebody like New England taking a shot on him and seeing what he can do. Um, you know, I, I, I've always been against Prashad Perryman, but 
all of a sudden the oh, change of scenery for him has done him well. He's he's been playing better the last couple of weeks. Uh, Mike Wallace is out there. It's over. Uh man, it's getting really close. If it isn't, uh, you know, when when you have a speed guy that starts dealing with leg injuries, kind of hard to count on him. Um, Chris Hogan, unrestricted free agent. Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of Chris Hogan. Rocky Marciano. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, you know, he's got some talent, but it just never seems to come to the for- forefront even when he gets a chance. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't think they bring him back. Somebody probably going to take a chance on him because he's going to be cheap. But, uh, you know, for, for me, I don't know if I could take that chance. Cole Beasley probably be back in Dallas, right? I would imagine they keep him. Again, he's still a good guy to move to change, at, at, you know, on third down, stuff like that. And, you know, he's somebody that they know and he knows the, the offense. So if they can keep him cheaply enough, I think they do. Martavis Bryant? Nah, it's, it's over. Yeah, I, I, I've never been a huge Martavis Bryant. And then with this last uh, suspension, I, I just don't know if anybody's given him a chance. I'll tell you one name that's on this list that I think people are going to be looking at hot and heavy, and that's Adam Humphreys. Yeah, and I was going to mention Adam Humphreys as a free agent uh, after this year also. Listen, Deshaun Jackson is out in Tampa. I think they have to bring Humphreys back. That's, that's, well, that's, Jameis has become, that's become like a security blanket for, Jay, for Jameis, and I think Cameron Brate's a Patriot next year. Yeah, I'm not really sure I buy into that Cameron Brate going to New England. I think they're going to be fine with Jeff Anderson there if Gronk moves on. Okay, all right. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just, again, you don't so, like somebody James. else. No, I really don't. That's the problem. Yeah, you want him to go someplace else because you want him away from Jameis. It, yeah, I think it would be better for him if he does get away from Jameis. And, uh, you know, again, they still he, he'd still be the third – you know, or fourth cog next year because, uh, you know, the, the other tight end to be back. So he'd be the fourth cog again, and he'd have some good weeks. He'd have some a lot of down weeks. I, I think if he goes somewhere else, he gets a true chance to be a true number two. Devin Funch is unrestricted free agent in the offseason. Ooh, he's had such a bad second half of the season. Uh, somebody will take the chance on him. I'm just not sure who and how much. Um, you know, uh, he Why has not, not lived up to the hype. Because he hasn't lived up to the hype, and they love they love DJ Moore. Makes sense, and DJ Moore is playing good ball, also. Uh, Des Bryant is it? I oh, I don't want to say it's over, Jim. <laughs> well, <laughs> your team didn't want him. It took him forever to finally sign. One week later, he's hurt. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Somebody might take a shot on him, but the fact that he didn't get signed before the start of the season was just not a very good one. Rashad Matthews, a player that I've won championships with before. Wait, didn't he sign with the Jets? He didn't sign with the Jets, but it was on a one-year deal, uh, a prove-it-or-lose-it type of deal, and uh, he didn't really prove it. So He didn't he, really get a chance to prove it. Well, and you're right, and, but unfortunately that's how it is. And luckily for him, he still got paid for you know most of this year, so it worked out in his benefit that way. He'll be a free agent again and get another shot somewhere else. I, I think this kid has some talent as well. He's shown flashes. If he could ever put that together as a consistent base, I think we'd see some good things out of him. Uh, Josh Gordon's done. Jordan Matthews. Yeah, I don't, I, the injuries just keep hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and hitting him. Uh, it's got to be at some point where teams just don't want to deal with that mess anymore. 
if you had to go after one of these guys, Jim, if you had, you needed a wide receiver to put you over the top, Golden Tate, right? Uh, Fitzgerald would be first. Tate would Jim, be second. Fitzgerald ain't going nowhere, Jim. I'm just saying, if I was, hey, you know what? You make him the right offer, you never know. True, you're right. Fitzgerald one, Tate two. What about Robbie Anderson? He's a free agent this year. Isn't he an RFA, though? Oh, yeah, you're right. He is restricted free agent. My bad. Good call, Jim. He is restricted. Uh, yeah, out of the unrestricted guys, Golden Tate is the best. Well, mm, well, no, man. yeah, he's the best. He's the best of the unrestricted guys. I mean, yeah, I, I, look, I there's a couple other run. names that'll that'll find new homes. Uh, Jamison Crowder probably find a new home, uh, things like that. But it, it's going to be interesting to, to see how that works out. There, there's no you know true standouts, but unfortunately, that's how it works most years. All right, fancy football frenzy. Coming to a close for this Thursday. I'll give a shout-out to everybody on the fourth floor, the homie Jim Day, rocking and rolling. Got to start getting ready for the upcoming playoff weekend. Got to start getting some strategy for these playoff leagues that we're going to be in. So we'll hit that pretty heavy tomorrow. Also, get a look ahead at this weekend slate and DFS. So I'll get you ready for that. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Task, Jim Day. I'm Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive. We out.